Greetings, and welcome to the Talk With History podcast. I am your host, Scott, here with my wife and historian, Jen. Hello. On this podcast, we talk about history's continuing impact on us and our personal journey through YouTube as we continue to explore, record, and share our history walks with you. Now, before we get into our main topic, I want to lead off with a brand new five-star review (laughs) from Mermaid237. And we know who Mermaid 237 is, a good friend of ours. So Mermaid 237 says, 10 stars, must listen for history buffs. Longtime listener, first-time reviewer. Well done, you two. Not only do I love the variety of topics, but I love the knowledge, respectful way. The two of you dive into history and some controversial topics. I just listened to the Henrietta Lacks episode and thought you did a beautiful job educating us on her immortal legacy. Her story is a mandatory read for most. It's a that's a cool episode. It's a cool topic. So if you're curious, look up the old episode or you can find the video over at uh, Walk With History on YouTube. So we love getting these reviews and they do help the show grow. If you don't have an Apple device, you can leave us a review on Spotify or on Google Play Podcasts. Or you can ask us questions over at Twitter at Talk With History. And don't forget to check out our other podcast, The History Buzz, where we interview folks while chatting about history over a couple of drinks and let the conversation wander where it may. Now, hot summers, blues, music, and rock and roll. Those words probably invoke some specific images for you, the listener. But for the host of this podcast, it brings up the king of rock and roll himself, Elvis. We actually lived in Memphis for three years, and we got many chances to visit his home, which is what we're going to talk about today. So, Jen, why don't you tell us where we're starting on today's topic? So this episode of YouTube, I go to the two homes that Elvis purchased and owned in Memphis. Right. There's a lot of... Elvis owns... a many homes after he became famous in California, Palm Springs, um, Vegas, of course. And he owned a ranch in Mississippi at one point. But these are the two homes he owns. And everybody knows Graceland. But where was he before that? So he was on Audubon Drive before that. But so so let's give a little history of Elvis Presley. So let's talk about why our, our history and then diving into his history. Yeah. So we moved to Memphis for Scott's work. And we had no real context of Memphis, yeah. right? We were we're we're Yankee Western California, yeah, California Pittsburgh. Kid. Um and so when we said we're moving to Memphis, people were like, oh Graceland. At that time it was kind of, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even associate the two together right. really. And so we we moved to Memphis and I think it was my birthday when you're the kids were in school and you're like, let's go to Graceland. Sure. And this yeah. is before the 40th reunion. This is before they redid it. Yeah. It's this all is, been redone since then. It was kind of. That was 2016, 17. Yeah, I think it was 16. It was kind of divey. I wouldn't call it divey, but they've, they've, they've this done it upright. They made since the then. guest house of Graceland. Yeah. This is before all of that. So when we went on my birthday in December, which if you get on Instagram, that's my reel. That's why I'm wearing the winter hat and I have the gloves yeah, on because it's very one. cold out there. And 
I'm out out there around my birthday in December, and we visit Graceland. It was like we had the place to ourselves. Yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, that's a, that's a nice thing about being local. Yeah, right? nobody was smack there. in the middle of the week. And my birthday's in December. And if anyone knows Memphis and Graceland, they decorate Graceland up yeah. for Christmas because Elvis loved Christmas. Yeah. So. Big nativity scenes in the front lawn. Big Merry Christmas from Elvis. They have the Christmas tree in the living room. Yeah, because it's cold. It, it gets cold down there yeah. in in the south. It's so, not cold for long, but it gets cold. When we visited Graceland, then it wasn't that expensive. Yep. And you saw everything with your one ticket. So you went into the house. You get an, an autobo tour. I think it was John Stamos who was the commentator yeah it was i don't remember i know you don't remember you only get the first floor and the basement they gave you like ipads or something like that and and you can listen to more things as you go now i want people to all understand graceland is owned by lisa marie presley it's the only thing she owns personally of the area everything else is owned by elvis presley enterprises which is all the museums the airplanes the guest house of Graceland. All of that is all that property around Graceland is owned by Elvis Presley Enterprises. Lisa Marie owns the house, and because she owns the house, no one can go upstairs. Upstairs, That's nobody. Right. It is off limits. They, and, and there's like and there's like no special occasions where people can go. There's no no, no like, VIP we, tour. We, li- we lived there for three years. Not once did I ever hear of it. There's no. There's nothing. Right. It's yeah. that's hers. Yeah. Maybe her kids go up there with her. Yeah. And her mom. Yeah. But that's it. So. She has kept it. Who knows how she kept it? But it's 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 off limits. No one goes upstairs. Upstairs is Elvis's bedroom, her bedroom, an office, and two bathrooms. Yeah. Elvis's personal bathroom and Lisa Marie's bathroom. And so what you get to see is the ground floor. And it's the living room. Now, when Elvis passes away, the living room is decked out in 70s. Full-on culture, yeah. like, you know. Shag carpet. Shag carpet, red TVs. walls, velvet. And so they kind of bring it back to the 1950s era when he lived there. So that's why it's white now with the peacocks and the white piano. That's not how it looked when Elvis died. Well, the, I mean, the if I remember the jungle room, which the is jungle the jungle room, room. looks exactly the same. That's very 70s. It's like that yeah. forest green yes. shag carpet everywhere. And that they have not changed. And the other rooms downstairs, they did not change either. It's only that living room okay. that they brought back to the 50s. Right. So you walk in, you have the living room with the fireplace and the nice long couch, all white. And then back behind that is the piano. You can't walk in there. It's But when Elvis died... That's where they laid him in in repose, and so people could come and visit. They had thirty five hundred people come in and see him in there. Now we're we're jumping ahead a little bit. As yeah, far but I'm as... still I'm still giving you the layout of the okay. house, just okay. so you know. Off to the left, off to the right is the living room. Off to the left is the dining room. Back behind the living room was his grandmother's bedroom. She always lived there with him, Mimi, and then back behind the dining room is the kitchen which they've kept it in its original 1970s yeah, kitchen it's cool and then behind that is the jungle room so people always think the jungle room is downstairs it's not downstairs yeah. it's on the main floor it, furthest back isn't it the tv room that's downstairs yeah, only two rooms downstairs the tv room and the game room yeah with like the billiard table and the billiard table and yeah. like Yards and yards of fabric stapled on the yeah. wall in <laughs> yeah, this right. pleated kind that's right. of you know it's it's so interesting i i don't know right i'm i'm not old enough to have lived through the the tv room has like mirrors on the ceiling and um the three tvs which back in the 70s the three tvs at the same time was a big deal 
The jungle room is made to look like Hawaii because he loved Hawaii. Yeah. And he bought the specific furniture for it. He bought it from Memphis. I, I remember reading the story. He cleaned out this whole furniture store that had like this very he just bought everything tropical yeah. kind of furniture. So it's the same furniture in there. And that's Graceland. That's what you get to see. Now you get to go outside and see the stables. And there was an office out there, which was um, Colonel's office and Vernon's office. At the time when we visited, the first time, the racquetball court was where they held all the costumes. Costumes, record, records, some of the records. It was up to the ceiling. It was basically a, a bunch of awards. You go into this racquetball yeah. court and you kind of go in, if you're familiar with what a racquetball court is, right? And they've got some of the costumes up off mm-hmm. to the left, some of the more famous ones, and then a bunch of the records and awards and all that stuff all over the walls in this basically big old court. Yes. It, um, it was covered yeah from floor to ceiling yeah and then there was the pool house yeah and at the time the pool house also had all of his gold records yeah it w- kind of walked you through the the growth yes. of him right yeah. so from his earliest awards and his earliest gold records yeah. all the way to the more the, the later stuff yes i get started with like his graduation certificate yeah and stuff and then it had his three grammys from gospel from gospel he's only That's won three right. grammys ever from gospel yeah. His gold records, and then it was like his, her wedding dress, Priscilla's wedding dress, and his oh, yeah. wedding. Tuxedo. And he had like I think his his army uniform. His army uniform was in there, and Lisa Marie's crib. Oh, I forgot about was that. Was in there. Okay. So everything was in Graceland. Yeah. And so this was before the 40th anniversary of his death. Now we saw all the change. Yeah. Right. So right before, I would say a year before the 40th anniversary of his death, they knocked down all, they were, they were older museum buildings across, across the, street. the street. They yeah. knocked everything down. They moved the plane over there. Moved the plane. Over. They built these big, huge museums and yeah. they took everything out of the racquetball court. They took everything out of the pool house and they made individual museums to everything on the other side of the street. And now when you buy a ticket, it's like, I think almost like $75 yeah. and you do Graceland and all the I, I will say though, I mean, as much as they are trying to evolve the business, like in the racquetball court, it was hard to see anything. It was, was like, cause the walls are super, super high. Yeah. So I, I will say that's probably just as far as if you want to see every little yes. bit and piece, that's probably better now yes. than it was before. So I've done both. So uh, because we're we're veterans, they yep. give you a free day. And because I live there, I could go anytime. So I went for the free day and got to see what they've done since. And it does tell a better story. Because there's a whole museum to Tupelo, which is where he's born and where oh, he grows up. That. There's a whole museum to his costumes alone. There's a whole museum to his military career alone. So you're allowed to bring out all of these artifacts. Yeah, that's cool. That you couldn't have shown before because you didn't have the space for them. Yeah. And tell a much bigger story yeah. which if you're a huge an elvis fan and then they have like a whole um we I remember we had a hard time finding a place to eat that first time well now they have this huge place yeah. that serves all of elvis's favorite foods and they almost make it look like a street in the 1950s that you can walk down oh, so cool. you can go in the other museum yeah I, I never actually i never went i only went that first time and i had actually gone in college yes. so it's funny because i went and right after i graduated college i drove cross-country with my my best friend from high school mm-hmm. mike and so we drove cross country, and one of the places we stopped was, um, was at Graceland. We were just like, even in, even in two thousand four, right? Yes. Well, long before social media and all that stuff, like we knew Graceland, and so we did the same exact tour that we that you and I yes. did in twenty sixteen. Same exact, like nothing had changed nothing in twelve years, yet. except that 
what we had wasn't iPads. It was like the old school audio players with like the old dirty uh, foam, you know, your 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 uh, phones or whatever like that. But it was, it was exactly the same. Yes. So I think Graceland opened in 1982. Uh, and I'll get into the history of, of all of it, but hoping to, so it's really since 1982 until 2016, yeah. things hadn't really been changed. And like they had a heartbreak hotel and it was run down and they had these museums and they were run down. Well, no, now the 40th nice. anniversary yeah. boom, like they built this guest house at Graceland and we've been there and it's amazing. Yeah, they've they've, got, they've, they've they, recreated they've, Graceland bigger for yeah. you, like the staircase and the. And there's some crazy chandelier in there. The chandelier that, that, that he had bought and stored. Yes, because he couldn't actually hang it in his real hallway in Graceland. It was too big. Yeah. So they recreate the hallway in Graceland, but bigger to hang that chandelier. So you can take. So you can actually walk up the steps because you can't do it in Graceland, but you can walk up the steps at the guest house at Graceland yeah. with the chandelier. That's pretty neat. Um, and they did all those other museums. So then I was there for the 40th anniversary. Remember? So I have this connection to Elvis Presley. I was born the year he died. So I'm born in 1977. And I'm born in December of 77. So technically, I was alive when Elvis was alive. So my 40th birthday falls in the same year, the 40th anniversary of Elvis Presley. That was 2017. So I went out there in August. That's where I got this t-shirt. And I went out there in August with a couple friends of mine to see what was it all about, this candlelight vigil. So Elvis Week in Memphis is, is Elvis it, on the radio nonstop. Is it August or... August was, 16th. I thought, is it, I thought it was October. No, it's August 16th. He August, dies okay. August 16th. So it's the whole week. And then we went out there the, that night. So um, August 15th to yeah, the and, 16th. And they have Elvis Week every year. Every this wasn't year. just for the 40th. Yeah. It's every year... And so usually Graceland and Memphis in general sees a lot of people that are just mega Elvis yeah. fans, young, young and old, right? And they they come in and they come in for, for that week. So that's a big week already. It's a big, and they do a bunch of specials, presentations. Yep. The Memphis yep. Mafia will talk. Priscilla, sometimes she comes in, sometimes she doesn't. This this year they did. Lisa yeah. Marie, same thing. Yep. And I went out there for it and they shut down Elvis Pesley Boulevard. Now, when Elvis boss Graceland, it's not called Elvis Presley Boulevard. It's called Highway 51, <laughs> Route 51, then Highway 51, then Elvis Presley Boulevard. So they shut it down. They block it off in front of Graceland because the road, if you ever go to Graceland, the road is right. You can see from my video. Yeah. I'm standing on the road and you can see Graceland over my shoulder. Yeah, you can see the gate, the famous gate mm-hmm. with the music notes and stuff like that. So they shut that whole street down and people make these little shrines and you can see the video we show some they make these shrines to elvis and they put little video screens and they sit out there all night almost like a tailgate yeah and it was so hot i just remember i I drank like three bottles of water we didn't take video that night but we have we show pictures from the 40s i took so jen saw all the stuff that we were showing in the video and you could walk up to the grave with their candles because it was a candlelight vigil and they handed out the candles we brought candles they handed out candles um but there was a huge line to have your candle lit by lisa marie and walk up to the grave and I was not standing in that line. But what I did was talk to a bunch of people. Yep. And I asked them, what does Elvis mean to you? Why are you here? And I can honestly say so many people were not from America. Yeah. People came to Graceland for this occasion across across the world. Yeah. And it was amazing to me how much he means to the world. And there were people... There were Americans and there were locals, but not nearly as many people who were from 
Australia, Ireland, Spain. I was blown away. And everyone has this personal connection and what he means to them. And it was an amazing night. If you ever get to go do that, they still they do it every year. If you ever get to go and being part of it, it was amazing. But the point of the whole video was this home, right? The history of this home. How did Elvis come to own this home? And what does this home mean for America now? So I open with the video talking about the homes of Elvis Presley, but I start at the home he owned before he buys Graceland. Yeah. And it wasn't that far away. No, it's actually... So so to give a little history of Elvis to Memphis, let's give just a little background. Elvis is born in Tupelo, Mississippi. It's about... Two hours from great from Memphis. It's it's like the middle Mississippi. It's small, rural. I personally have never been there, but you can visit. Yep. And the home that he was born in is, still exists. So Vernon and Gladys are his parents. Vernon had built a two room shotgun house. So if you ever hear shotgun house, it basically means you can stand from the front door and fire. If you fired a gun, the bullet would go across every room of the house. Yeah. It's like everything is built straight in back. a straight line. Yeah. And they have a lot of those in New Orleans. So if you ever hear shotgun homes in New Orleans, that's kind of what they look like. So he built a two-room shotgun house for Gladys to have the baby. And when Gladys gives birth, she gives birth to Jesse first, who's stillborn. And then 35 minutes later, Elvis is born. Yeah. So Elvis is lives in Tupelo until he's 12 years old. And in Tupelo, they move around. Vernon has issues with the law. Gladys is left on her own sometimes raising Elvis, so she must make ends meet. So they move to lower income places, which means, of course, there's a race component there. And we'll go more in that when I talk about the movie. And so Elvis is very influenced, of course, by what he comes in contact with when it comes to music and people and culture. That's a lot of church. Yeah, and a lot of church. That's that's where that soul came from. (laughs) And so 12 years old is when they moved to Memphis. And they moved to Memphis with Vernon and Gladys. They all move up to Memphis. And again, they live in rooming houses. They rent out little, little apartments to make ends meet. And it's not until... They moved there in 19... So he's born in 1935. They move up to Memphis in 1948. He's 12. And it's 1949 that they don't get like a stable apartment in Lauderdale Courts. Now, Lauderdale Courts is still there in Memphis. You can drive right by it. It's on Winchester Avenue. We've drove by it a million times. It's the brick building. And people always... They know exactly what room was the that the Presleys lived in, and they taught. They will show you the laundry room where Elvis Presley practices guitar down yeah. in the laundry room. Like yeah. it's known, and they have a sign out front too. So if you ever drive down it, you can you can see all of that. Um, but this was the first stable place they had for a long time, and so it's from. They move around again, and in 1956. This is when after Elvis has recorded, he started to record for Sun Studios. He started to make some money with That's All Right Mama. He started to make some money by touring and he's able to purchase a home. So their first purchased home is at 1034 Audubon Drive. Yeah. And so that's where that's where our, our videos start. So our video isn't really talking too much about his youth it's not like his entire life we because that would be multiple multiple videos so so we start the video off at his at his first home that he purchases after he's already had some success some success he's not quite 
famous. I would say he's known around town and maybe in the South. He's done some touring, but he's not national. He's, he's getting there, though. He's getting there, though. So he buys that home on Audubon. It's and I, I show you it. It's the same color uh, in my video. It's the same color that it was when he bought it green. And they um, it's it's a one story house. It was built in 1954. It's four bedrooms and two baths. And he's 21 years old. And he buys it for twenty one not twenty nine thousand five hundred dollars, and in the thirteen months that they live there, he becomes famous. Yeah, like he becomes the Elvis that we know, Hound Dog, yeah, Heartbreak Hotel, all all that stuff. He just explodes. It explodes, and he gets national recognition on the Steve Allen Show and uh, at Sullivan, and people start. Just come into his house. Yeah, they and, they literally just start like walking up and like his he's doing something to his car yeah. in the driveway and there's pictures of him in his driveway like at, with standing next to his own cars and people coming up like asking for autographs and all yeah. that stuff. And it's nonstop. Gladys is like people are knocking at the door at all hour, all hours and um, they actually put a pool in that house. There's a lot of pictures of Elvis in the pool in that house, but um, they put the fence in. Yeah. So the fence around Audubon is from them, and it still doesn't deter everything. So uh, if you know anything about Elvis Presley, he's a very humble person. And I think because of that upbringing, he feels bad for his neighbors because this is a suburban area. And And he's very community oriented. He's very good. He loves, he's very community oriented. So I have, I've asked for personal Elvis stories and I, I get so many personal Elvis stories from people in Memphis. Yeah. One of my friends' yeah. dad was babysat by Elvis's mom. Yep. And he would be over there all the time. And Elvis actually signed his arm and things like that. And so they're very, I mean, he's, she's babysitting him who lives down the street. So they're very much in the yeah. community. That's how, I mean, that's how it was more. Yeah. Then. Babysitting kids and stuff. And so he feels bad that the, Street is getting backed up with cars, people yeah. driving by to look at his house. He feels bad that people are traipsing not all over his lawn, but everyone else's lawn. He feels bad that people are rowdy and screaming and yelling at all hours of the night and people have to work. So he gives his parents a budget of $100,000 and he says, find us a farmhouse area out away from the city that we can have more privacy. Yeah. And it's Gladys who finds Graceland. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 13 months later that in 19, it's 1957. So they move in in March of 1956 and 1957, he gives them that $1,000 and they find Graceland and they purchase it. So it's basically like a year, March 19th, 1957 for $102,500. Oh, wow. So they put the Audubon house down and then they on for the payment and then they pay the rest in cash. Yep. So it's basically like Audubon by that time is worth about 40 and then he puts like the 62 in cash. And it's interesting because the people who lived in Graceland at the time, and we'll go into that, actually buy the Audubon house. Because they know. Because they kind of like, Elvis, we right? know they, this they know kid this, this, is becoming kind of famous. He's and it, not becoming, he was like, he was now famous. Yeah, and it might be significant to own this home. Yeah. And I know the Audubon house at times, I don't know recently, you could rent it you could airbnb it oh i didn't know that you could stay there that's kind of cool so people have known the the money the marketing yeah company. and and the one of the cool things about when we, i was making the video too is you can find older pictures of graceland kind of before elvis moved in so it was a bit more farmland yeah back so when they got it 
when they purchase it in 1957, it is four miles from the Mississippi border. So you have to realize Memphis is really close to the border. Yeah. It's close to Mississippi. It's close to Arkansas. Like you're right, right there in, in the corner. corner. So it's four miles. It's south of Memphis. So it's four miles from the border. It was 13.8 acres. Yep. They, if, and I'll talk more about this in the movie. They do a really good job in the movie of showing you how rural it yep. was yep. at the time. Um, it is a 10,000, 10,266 square foot mansion. It's built that it was built in 1939. Wow. So it was kind of like a, debutante on the socialite scene of memphis yeah and you can look up again watch go watch our video right watch our video because jen not only does she walk in front of the audubon house but she actually um gets to walk up to graceland Mm -hmm. because there's times that you can go visit for i think it's like an hour a day hour a day that you can actually walk up the the driveway Mm -hmm. through the musical note gates up and kind of pay your respects at the the little kind of memorial where the grave sites are and stuff like that yes um so she walks right up to it and so you can see in, in our video and obviously you can find google pictures of grace and so it's it's a very southern style almost like a gone with the wind type feel it does it. and it honestly it and i talk about this in the video it hasn't changed much even with all the stuff it's the the acreage has been sold off through the years and of course this the road now is much busier and yeah. and and neighborhoods have been built up around it it is not rural anymore yeah i've done a 5k through there it is houses everywhere but elvis would still recognize the home oh yeah it looks the same yep so nothing has really been done to the house it was originally owned by stephen toof and he worked for the memphis daily appeal which is the big newspaper in memphis and he named it for his daughter, Grace, in 1894. So that's where the Graceland comes from. Some people, sometimes people think it comes from Gladys, yeah. but it doesn't. It comes from the Stephen Tooth who originally owned Graceland. So it was it was already called Graceland by the current owners before Elvis bought before it. Before Elvis even bought it. Yeah. And then after his death, it was passed down to a niece, Ruth Moore, and she built the mansion in 1939. And then... And I go through this in the video. It's passed down to her daughter, Ruth. It's then passed down to her yeah. daughter, Ruth. Yeah. And that's who eventually sells it. Her and her husband eventually are the ones who sell it to Elvis Presley. Yeah. Uh, at the very end of the video, I go to Elmwood Cemetery, which is not Forest Hill. It's not where Elvis Presley was originally buried. Elmwood is another famous cemetery yep. in Memphis. Yep. The firm was filmed there. Um, yeah, we actually show that clip. We show that video. clip in the video. Yeah. <laughs> where Grace Tooth is actually buried, I go to her grave because that is who Graceland is named after. Yeah. So when Elvis purchased the house in 1957, it's this big farm area. And it's because he can be free there. He can ride his horses there. He can ride his go-karts there. Yeah. He can just, he can have privacy. He, so he puts up the gate. The musical note gate the musical note gate the other part was there like there was a gate there not the rocks maybe that they have today yeah. but there was a gate there but he puts up the gate with the musical notes with him yeah and looks it's very iconic this pictures of him it's still the same gate today so if you want to go out and stand in front of it it's still the same gate and, and i will say too one of the things that i think we did really well is there's so many pictures and there's so much documentation of Elvis at Graceland at the time throughout all the seasons in the pool, on his go-karts, at the gates, in front of Graceland. So actually our video, even though it's probably one of our longer ones, maybe 16 minutes, Mm -hmm. it, it does a really good job of putting all that stuff together, right? We really, I think we did a great job of 
showing you here's his first home that he bought right right out in front of it here's pictures and what it was like back then you really get a feel and then he moves to Graceland this bigger place and it really kind of fits his new persona yeah and we do a good job of showing it at Christmas time at the 40th anniversary him on the go-karts I mean, when Jen, we show clips of Jen actually walking up to mm-hmm. the grave sites and you can see there's still the horses that are owned by, you know, those who are running, you know, Graceland. Yeah, it's still the Elvis Presley Enterprises. Yeah. And so Elvis, you know, lives in this home. Priscilla lives in this home when she comes to visit when she turns 18. She finishes high school in Memphis they're eventually married in 67. Lisa Marie is brought home to this home. This is Lisa Marie's home. So when Elvis is passed away in 77, he's originally not buried at Graceland. He's originally buried at Forest Hill Cemetery with his mother, Gladys, who's been at Forest Hill Cemetery. Now, what happens is Elvis is put into a crypt at Forest Hill, a, a nice crypt. And so his mother is disinterred then and put in the crypt with him. He's actually, she's actually put below him. But it's not even two weeks later, someone tries to break into the crypt. And so Vernon, who's still alive, his father, thinks to protect Elvis, we're going to move the bodies to Graceland. So in October of 77, so they're not even in Forest Hill for two months. October of 77, they're moved to the Meditation Garden, which is by the pool. Which you can you can visit. That's, which you that's can what visit. we show on the video. So that's what I show on the video. Because it's a grave site, it has to be... And I think because he's a public figure or something, he has to be accessed by the public once a day. And so in the morning, and I tell you the times on the video, you can walk up to Graceland. You don't have to pay. Yep. You have to walk. And you can walk up there and visit Elvis pay, Presley. Yeah, pay, your, pay your respects yes. and all that stuff. So that's what I do in the video. So what you see in the video is Elvis's grave. He's between his parents, Gladys and Vernon. Vernon will pass away in 77, um, 79. So two years later, and then his grandmother who passes away in 82. And so you have his grandmother, his, his father, him, his mother, and then a little monument to Jesse, um, because Jesse is actually buried in a graveyard in Tupelo, but not marked. So no one exactly knows where the grave is. Right. So they have a marker there. And since, and also Elvis's grandson, who has recently passed away is also there. The, angel big monument that is there that says presley that was the headstone marker for gladys at forest hill that's right and so they moved that to graceland so if there's old photos of people visiting gladys at forest hill and elvis would visit his mother at forest hill that angel was the headstone for gladys there so it's moved to Graceland. yeah and and i, I highly encourage you to if you're one if you've never gone to graceland that's one of those places like you you just you need to go. You need. It's like you, you the second most visited home in the U.S. It, it's after the a, White House. Aside from the White House, that is the most visited place in the yeah. U.S. Right? It's so influential. Like even living there, we know celebrities were always going to Graceland. Yep. It was kind of secretive, but like Bruce Springsteen went there, uh, the princes went there, William and Harry. They wanted to see. They wanted to see of Graceland. Course, yeah. You know, President Bush went there, brought the Japanese ambassador there. Yeah. Uh, when we were living there, the Foo Fighters visited, the oh, guy from that. Outlander visited. And it's yeah. very like they're, the celebrities want to see Graceland. Now, they don't get, they may get a VIP tour with someone who knows what they're doing, but they don't get to go to the second floor or right. anything. Yeah. Um, but it's such an influencer. And even when I lived there, when you and I lived there, Mick Jagger came. 
Oh, I don't remember that. Yes, and he could, but he wanted to go to Sun Studio too. Yeah, yeah. So he, most people will do both because they yeah. want to see that studio. Right, and where you can he, still where record he first there. started recording. Yeah, U2 makes a whole album yeah. from Sun Studio. Yeah, and so this influence of music, people want to see Graceland. So it was important for us to do and to show and to talk about the the other home and this home, yeah. and this will be Elvis's forever home. He will. Yep. He, it's his tether, yeah. right? I feel like it's his tether to his life. I think it's his tether to the South. I feel like it's his tether to his family. Yeah. One thing about Graceland as well, and I try to remind people, is he had an entourage around him. Yep. Elvis, the Memphis Mafia, of course, but these people consisted of his family, his cousins, his uncles. His uncle always ran the front gate and they lived on Graceland. They had modular homes or built homes on Graceland. It's 13.8 acres. So the only person who didn't live on Graceland, Vernon will remarry and Elvis doesn't want his new wife there. Oh, I don't think I knew that. He feels like it's disrespectful to his mother. Sure. So Vernon lives like a street away, but um, everyone else lives on the property. So this is like, this is why there's so much photo footage of him having a good time because it's where he lived his life. And it's just so, to me, I just loved being there. I loved that it's preserved for us. I love that you can go and see how much people, what they see when they're there and what it how was, they feel. So it was it's, just very cool. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, again, I, I encourage you to go watch the video. I think we do a really, really good job of showing you as much as you can of putting so much that Elvis did during his time from kind of when he first bought his home to when he passed and even even the 40th anniversary of his death, which was really cool. We show some pictures from that. Um, so I really encourage you one to watch the video. And if you ever are passing by the Memphis area, you have to stop at Graceland. It's amazing. Elvis is not just an American icon, but he's a symbol for what a shooting star truly is. However, he always stayed true to his roots in his home of Memphis, Tennessee, which is one of the reasons we enjoyed walking in his footsteps so much. So thank you for listening to the Talk With History podcast, and please reach out to us at our website, talkwithhistory.com. But more importantly, if you know someone else that might enjoy this podcast, please share this with them. Especially if you think that today's topic would interest a friend, shoot him a text and tell him to look up the Talk With History podcast because we rely on you, our community, to grow, and we appreciate you all every day. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you.